0: Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter. And if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because it is the first part of why we experience decision paralysis and what type of wiring are you showing up in making decisions. So make sure you take a listen. This week, we are going to conclude decision paralysis with the quality of decisions that we make. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless, frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and to continue the dialogue around decision paralysis. Today, we are going to focus on why not all decisions are created equal. So let's continue. We make countless decisions and choices in our life. Some of them are large and some are small. And here's the truth of the matter not all decisions are created equal. Okay? I'm going to say it again. Not all decisions are created equal. Not always is there a right or a wrong decision. Sometimes it truly is a good decision, a better decision, or a best decision. Like there is this quality of decision, not just right and wrong. Now don't get me wrong, okay? Understand what it is that I'm trying to um, share with you here. Like when it comes to moral matters, you know, stealing, um, lying, cheating, whatever, you know, these moral situations are, there is definitely a right and wrong. I'm not saying there is no right and wrong in this life, but there are moments in every day where we're not making right or wrong decisions. And when we see the world that way, it can be very paralyzing to make decisions, so I want to give you a couple of examples from my some of my experiences here, right? But here here's some <laughs> here's some dynamics that I go through on the regular around I love having a clean home, a home of order. That just lights up my soul to the core. And I have four smaller children and a husband that is very busy. And I am working diligently on my own business. And so sometimes when I get stuck in my clean mode, I am not available, even though that is a good thing. Having a home of order, a clean home, it is a good thing. But sometimes it has taken me away from something that is better or best. And let me share this. There are times when I have a child that is struggling and here I am doing up dinner dishes, and there's dishes in the sink, dirty counters, items out uh, that are out on the countertops. And instead of taking the time to have a conversation with a child, I'm focused, my attention and focus is solely on the clean and order of my home. So while that is good, I am taking myself away from something that is better or best, connecting with my child, strengthening that relationship, making sure that that child knows that I am always available to them. This is what I'm talking about good, better, best when we when it comes to decisions. In fact, let me share this with you. Um, almost two years ago, I lost my job in corporate america i was in corporate America for, I'm not going to tell, because I don't like talking about age, but for a very long time. And, um, I lost my job. It was a downsizing. And so my job was impacted. And I am telling you from someone who performs at high levels and was the main financial provider for their family, taking this hit was hard And I knew I was skilled and I was capable of, you know, coming back from this, but it was a hard hit to me and I wasn't quite sure why it all happened. As this all transpired, as this all played out, I had a moment to make a decision. I could easily, oh, let me go back. We had just moved into a new home and had finished our backyard. It was dirt lot that we had put in because we wanted our yard um, to be a place where our kids wanted to hang out, that we'd be the home that our children's friends would want to hang out at. So we put in a pool, the pergola, the fire pit, we dug in a hole for the trampoline. We made this an oasis in our backyard. And we paid cash for all of this because of the way that we lived our life. And then came this news that my job was going away. And it was just like, whoa, what are we going to do here? Here I was in this place of uncertainty, not knowing what was going to happen. There was some fear, not going to lie. You know, emotions are human, human nature. It happens. But there were some fears and some worries that were going on. But it wasn't the place I was making decision from. Because if I were, I would have done the certain thing. And that is go back to corporate America, find the next job. You know, I had people reaching out to me. It was definitely a possibility, but it was not where my passion was. It was not my call in this life. And I decided at this opportunity, instead of doing the good thing, which could, was, would have for me just been going back to corporate America. I looked for a better best thing with my husband, and that was exploring and creating my own business, my own coaching program. And let me tell you, I knew nothing about running a business. I'm still learning and growing um, in this space. And I got stuck in fears of mistakes and failures, and it took me almost a year to take action, I kept going into, I got to learn more. I got to keep learning so that I can do the best and be the best. And, and, you know, because I couldn't see beyond step one and what everything was going to look like, I got stuck and I didn't take action for the longest time. And this is where faith comes in believing in something that's not yet seen and hoped for. And I knew that my purpose was to help others, because I am passionate about relationships and the relationships that we're creating, whether it be with our children or our spouse. Relationships matter. And I want to help as many people as I possibly could. And that was why we, my husband and I decided that let's pursue this other path and it has had struggles, it struggles. And I keep taking action with that belief that this is the path that I am supposed to be on, that this is my calling and purpose in this life. And I'm telling you, when you find that place, that purpose, it gives you the drive that you need to continue to take action and steps into the dark. The more resistance you feel around it, the more sure you can know it is the right thing to be doing. It is a calling. Okay, that's my little side plug on that. We made this decision and for us, it was the better, best decision for our family. Because now hindsight, looking at the world we're living in with COVID and my kids that have been out of school since March, that I have been able to be available to them. And right now we're starting our online schooling until our brick and mortar option is available. And I am here to help them navigate this, the technical difficulties, the the, the growth challenges that they're experiencing And I get to be a part of this with them. And I look and go, wow, who would have known this is the space we'd be navigating now. And what happened to me that I had this opportunity to go the safe decision, the certain decision, a good decision. It wasn't a right or a wrong. It It was a good decision, but we went with the call, the passion that was the better, best decision for our family, and has allowed me to be home with our children during these times, these strange times. I want to give you a four-step framework. This truly is a decision-making framework. And the first step is you must know the end result that you have in mind, the question you're asking yourself of, where will this lead? But here's the thing. If you don't know where you want to go in your life and you don't know the kind of relationships you want to create, then it doesn't really matter where it's going to lead. So it's important that you have a clear goal, a clear vision for your life and for your relationships. So take the time to create that so that you always have that end result that you're wanting to experience in mind we will experience more happiness when we consciously consider our future, especially as we make decisions. Step two is to ponder. This is to be in that heartfelt space. You know, yes, make the pros cons list, write it out, see it out, feel what that looks like as you write pro and what's con on a decision that you're making. And then consider the end result of that decision, going back to step one. Is it going to bring you closer to your goal or further away? And then leverage your source. For me, that is God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. I am prayerfully considering what that inspiration and revelation is for me and my life, and that for my children and with my spouse. Pondering that, um, making that connection, and the last um, subset of ponder is to qualify the thoughts. What are those impressions? Are the thoughts that you're having around the decision? Do they take you to the downward spiral or the upward spiral? That matters. Step three is to take action. There is no staying stuck based on not taking action. We have to continue to make forward movement and progress towards the results that we're wanting to experience. Again, remember, it's not about perfection. So here's point four, which leads right into this perfectly, and that's pivot. We need to make sure that we can adjust based on what we're experiencing. If it's not the result that we're wanting to be experiencing, then try it again. Remember, again, a different episode, but I talked about the setback and that's when we truly give up. We quit, we throw in the towel and that is done. Or we work towards a comeback when we try again. Remember, failure only happens when we stop trying. I'm going to say that again. Failure only happens when we stop trying. It is through our pains and our hurts that we get to experience things and learn and grow if we allow it. You know, if we get stuck in that blaming other people, um, the expectations that we have of others, the way that we're reacting, you know, those are all disempowering approaches. Or we can do the work and really create the life that we want and choose how we're going to respond and show up and design the life that's going to bring us greater peace and happiness. What's really important about um, setbacks and comebacks is we keep trying until the best solution is in place. So we don't have to make perfect decisions. We're taking action going forward. And we're not quite pleased with the way that things have played out of the decision we've made, pivot, reset, redo. It is okay. Even with my children, this is what allows us to teach them to be more resilient in their life. So no matter what the world brings into their existence, the universe brings into their existence, they can trust that they can navigate anything in front of them when they're locked in to the right source, not looking for external validation, not looking to please everyone else, not looking to avoid the conflict and be um, the peacemaker, the sacrifice of your own happiness. No, that tears down our relationships. It's taking that stand to bring us closer by being authentic and real and having the hard conversations when necessary. Okay. So your call to action this week is to identify what decision has kept you stuck from taking action. I want you to leverage that decision-making framework and take action from that place. That is the call. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming Enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.